Hello, friends and acquaintances. My name is Neil Fox. I am your furry president of time and space. Democratically elected, of course. And with me, as always, is... Hello, hello. Here is your democratically elected vice president of time, space, furry fandom, and the entire known fucking universe. Today, we are talking about the renovation of the country. Because we're getting away from the hot topic buttons of hope and change. That means shit. Grassroots. That doesn't mean jack shit. We're going to cater to our base. We think you're fucking idiots. And you will do as we say, sheeple. Fuck you. We're getting away from all those terms. And we'll be renovating and creating our own for people to bastardize and set fire to. Inevitably. (laughs) Interesting monologue. Uh, so, here's, (laughs) here's my thought based on what, uh, based on what you were saying. You were talking about how politicians, they have their talking points, but they don't generally say anything that is of substance. No. So, here's the problem. One... If you say something specific, someone will disagree with it. You know, you could, uh, Obama's, you know, five million green jobs is a good example. One, even when he first said it, there were people that disagreed with it. Oh, we don't need green jobs, we need coal jobs, or whatever. We need dirty jobs! We need more sewage workers, not people installing solar panels. Fuck you, Obama! Uh, or whatever. This is these stupid things that people say. But, then secondarily, if you don't do the thing, then people can criticize you. So, you know, I don't know very many people who would say, like, you know, ah, yes, you know, this politician said we should promote education and then criticize them later for not promoting education. Well, what does promote even mean? Whereas if they said something Jack more... Jack shit. Correct. Whereas if they say something more specific, like, we're going to give an additional $2 million in funding to every public school, and then they don't do it, then they can be criticized for it. Well, here's the thing. Human beings as a whole, avoid criticism whatever humanly possible. Yeah. Your future president and vice president go, you criticize me? Yeah, fuck you. Get back. Get in line. Right. So oh, cr- critique us? You're critiquing a brick wall. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh, you pissed me off. Oh, I've been in domain your uh, entire company, and now it's something more practical and useful. Uh, fuck you. Critique us. We'll steam. We'll steamroller Try to silence us. Oh, I'm sorry. You try and silence the president of the fucking United States of America? Fuck you. You don't deserve your country. You do not deserve your company at that point. Fuck you. Freedom of speech, motherfucker. There you go. So, as much as I hate many, many, many of the things that Donald Trump did while he was in office, there are a few things... Very few, but there are a few things that uh, future 
generations can learn from. Uh-huh. Even even out of the worst situation, we can still take things to learn and grow in a positive direction. So here's an example. He was relatively specific with some of his claims. Yes. But they were lies. So, you know, oh, yes, we're going to fix healthcare. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then he just distracted people until they uh, they stopped talking about it. Uh-huh. We're going to fix healthcare. Okay, we're going to pull together you, 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 you from the healthcare industry. And we're going to sit down and we're going to figure out what the real world issues are on live TV. Right. Dr. Oz, get your ass in here. Oprah, stay. I don't know if we'd want Dr. Oz, but uh, but yes, that uh, <laughs> here here is the difference that that we are going to provide. Here uh-huh. here is the difference between us and other candidates. We want to find a solution that has the consent of the people. Now. It's almost like it's called a democracy or something, where the people are in control, not the government. Hey, 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 here, here's a crazy thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, a country run by the people, we get sent there by the people, and then we shut the fuck up and listen to what the people have to say. And if any lobbyists show up, well, you can donate to my charity, or you can get the fuck out of the country. Correct. Because uh, your citizens... Your citizenship has now been revoked, and Jesus. you've been and you've been labeled a terrorist. <laughs> Label all care. lobbyists as terrorists. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> uh, that might be a little bit too far, but that would be very funny. Well, ex- uh, who let this terrorist into my? <laughs> oh no, no, no! A- I'm a lobbyist for Exxon Mobil. Yeah, I said terrorist. Yeah, you're you're a lobbyist for Exxon Mobil. Oh, cute. Get the fuck out. So. Let's, let's look at history to show why our approach is going to be more effective. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's look at the 20th century in particular. Because we don't... Economics really started at the beginning of the 20th century, so we don't really have a lot of good data before then. So... Well, modern economics started at the 20th century. Correct. Yeah, uh, economics as a field of study is what I mean. Um, obviously economies existed before, but there were no economists before, I think, like, 1910 or something like that. Well, there were economists, but not on the massive industrial scale. And on top of that, the new age that we're working with, 2010 to 2020 or whatever, or the early 2000s onward, is a completely different beast, is a completely different animal than what we had 40 years ago. Right. The current generation that we're working with, that business model does not function for the rest of fucking society. Those who have money don't give a shit, and they're living on easy mode. Yes. Mm -hmm. My partner and I have hung out with multimillionaires before, and they live in fucking easy mode. They're detached from reality. They see everyone as fucking peasants. That's true. <clears throat> now, that's not to say that, you know, I'm one of these, you know, oh, I hate, I hate people who are millionaires. I hate people who are billionaires. I don't. I don't hate anybody. I don't hate multimillionaires or billionaires. But, that being said, this is why I wanted to clarify. Uh-huh. Because I'm not attacking 
what I'm doing is I'm trying to inspire people to be part of the society and not part of the problem. Yeah. So, for example, what I want to do is look at history, like I said, and see how we've gotten out of difficult situations before. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, the Great Depression. We had the New Deal. <laughs> that was a disaster. That, to an extent. It, yeah. it did help, but it was not perfect by any means. Oh, God. Not even. Uh, and then we had World War II, which was the actual... Uh, the the so uh, the uh, the end of the Great Depression, so to speak, was was World War Two. Yeah, it took us a World War to end a Great Depression. It's gonna take another World War, near World War. Fuck it, we're in the middle of a World War. We just don't know it yet. Well, this, you know what? There's the title of the episode. We are in right now. Economic World War. Uh huh. We are not in a. We're not in a world war on ground troops, thank God. Uh, no, unless, yet, you ca- unless you count Ukraine, but even... Well, Ukraine, Ukraine is not uh, a world war. It, it is a world war in this specific lens of how I perceive it. Okay. Of the world banded together to stand up against tyranny. Fair enough, fair enough. The world band together to stand up against a tyrannical dictator. Mm-hmm. When you have Switzerland, Sweden, the Taliban, Canada, U.S., Mexico, the Cayman Islands, <laughs> Joe Blow down the street, Republicans and Democrats all saying, yeah, no, this shit needs to fucking end. You know you've gone too fucking far. <laughs> right. Well, to, to get back to my point. And, and I'm glad that you brought that up because that's part of the point. Yes. Okay? Here, here's what I'm trying to get at. In the 20th century, it took a world war. But it wasn't the war that got us out of the Great Depression. If anything, a war causes economic devastation for most countries. I mean, the, the United States was only an exception just because we were so far away. But, you know, it got... Britain out of the Great Depression, got Germany out of a Great Depression. Like, all of these countries that were actively attacked were out of, a, out of um, economic recession as well. And this is why. Because every single person, with few exceptions, every single person in those countries, US, Germany, UK, whatever, France, Spain, Russia, etc., all of these people banded together. Now, I don't agree with the uh, the economic policy or the social policy or whatever of Germany and communism and all of that, but what all of these co- economies had in common was that they banded together. Yes. And they inspired their people. Now, in my opinion, the inspiration that Germany did was to the wrong effect. But they were inspired. Yes. Now, some people would say, some people would state having morals and having a national pride is a bad thing. The United States is morally bankrupt. If our economy goes, if our economy goes to zero, 
The United States, on a large scale, is fucked. On the small scale, you're going to have the Bible Belt. They'll be fine. You'll have most of New England. They'll be rough, rocky. And then you'll have... California is just going to turn into a desert anyway, so you'll just have Tuscan Raiders running around or some shit. It'll just be Mad Max at that point. Who cares? <laughs> In their electric cars. Oh my god. And then from there, you have the... Col- Society would break down and you would have the individual cultures fall upon their grassroots. The South has far more grassroots as far as uh, individual uh, traditions and customs and respect for each other. The but, nor- <laughs> well, as someone from the South, I, I have some thoughts on that, but go ahead. Again, respect for each other in their individual pod, let's call them pods, groups. Uh, yes, racism is going to rise and they're going to try killing each other. Most likely, if society breaks down. I'm sorry, there's going to be a lot more killings. Just because they're kind of idiots. But, <laughs> other than that, New England is just kind of the same culture in the, th- it just the same. The houses are the same. The generalized mentality is the same. New Yorkers are fucking it. New Yorkers are New Yorkers. Uh, people from Massachusetts just are assholes. That's just what it is. Maniacs realistically don't give a fuck and they just want to be left alone, basically. <laughs> <laughs> then you got the people from Vermont. It's whatever. So, the country as it, se- as it stands doesn't have much to stand on if our economy collapses in, in its totality, unfortunately. Well, so, hold on. <laughs> uh, here, here is, uh, let me see if I can summarize what you're saying, because that was, that was a bit of a paragraph. A bit. If, if I understand what you're saying, you're, you're talking about the collapse of a society. So, yeah. you know. Follow the Soviet Union, follow the Roman Empire, whatever. There's been many different collapses of major economies throughout history. Yes. And what you're saying is that, like those other places, yeah. it would be rough on a societal scale, but on an individual scale, I mean, life would go on. It's not like people would uh-huh. just disappear. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. But here is... Here is something that I wish I, I had a uh, wish I had a megaphone and I could just scream from the top of the Sears Tower like <clears throat> we have the opportunity mm-hmm. on a very short time scale we have the opportunity to band together and fix it yes you know it the same way that everyone banded together to fight in World War II. The same way that, you know, just about every, with, again, with some exceptions, but most Americans banded together and said, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to do this all together. Here's my point, okay? What you have now is you have a people, a society, that 
distrusts the government so much that they are actively fighting against it. Yes! And we've seen what happens when the people and the government are on, you know, a complete, the opposite sides of, of an issue. And let me be extremely clear. I am not talking about one party or the other. I'm talking about everyone. And I finally remembered that word that I was trying to think of the other day. Yes. Neoliberal. Neoliberal politics. Because neoliberalism... What it means, it doesn't mean liberal like democratic. What it means is in favor of the capitalist system. Yes. And both Democrats and Republicans are in favor of how the system works right now. Oh, yeah. But the people are not. The people are tired of the way things are going, are tired of business as usual. That's why Donald Trump got elected in the first place, because Mm -hmm. he promised it wouldn't be business as usual. Well, it sure shit wasn't business as usual. Now we got this old, decrepit, octogenarian, fucking dementia Joe (laughs) going... Come on. America. America. Is this honestly the best you want? Yeah, exactly. Wake the fuck up, people. Come on. Right. Is this the best you want for yourself? Or are you too much of a fucking sheep? Wake up. This is... Everyone, wake the fuck up. This is exactly... I'm, I'm so glad that we've recorded this podcast because this is exactly what I want to say. I want to say to people who feel hopeless, who feel... Like they can't get ahead, who feel like um, the 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 people in power are not representing their interest. No, no one is. Because if if hypothetically, let's assume for the sake of argument that you know some some hypothetical country called the United States of America, let's let's say that there were only two options in every election. But those two options agreed on the things that were actually bad for everyone. Then that's not a choice. No! It's not a true choice. It's, it's which, which ideology do you like? Do you like abortion or do you not like abortion? Do you like uh, fucking... Um... Do you like weed or you don't like weed? Right. That, that is not a true choice. No! The issue in the country is not weed. The issue in the country is despair. How can you run a society if a large majority of your people are in despair? 50% of people had the symptoms of depression during COVID. 50%. That's 150 million People. And who got rich off of that? Yeah. Oh, wait, the people at the top. Right. The people who already have everything. The people with multiple fucking passports and can go wherever the fuck they want. You know what they were doing? They were going to parties. They were going to... They were going to restaurants. They were going to hotels. They were going 
around the fucking world. Did they give a shit about anyone but themselves? Fuck no. Did the COVID affect anyone but us? Yet. Did the COVID affect them? No. Were they sitting there laughing, sitting there with their fucking champagne going, Haha, those fucking peasants down there. Oh, we're, we're so high and mighty. Mm-hmm. Fuck all of them. Right. Well, and, and here's... You know what I did during COVID? You worked in the hospital. You, you actually, were actually helping people. Well, that was towards the tail end of COVID. Okay. I worked... I worked at fucking Goodwill, and you know what, everyone it was like, everyone was bitching and moaning, oh, wear a mask, wear a mask, and kill people. I don't give a shit. First of all, oh, it could kill people, could kill people. Yeah, that's life. <laughs> well, okay, hold on. Let me finish. After, let me finish. Other things that I did, I lived my fucking life. Yeah, I wore a mask around people. Sure, just, just to shut them the fuck up. Just to shut them the fuck up, I wore a mask. Other than that, it was the stupidest goddamn thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, this little piece of cloth. No, you want to protect yourself? I can tell you how to do it. You wear an M3 respirator. Here's how you protect yourself from particulate matter. Wear a high-grade respirator at all times. Other than that, you're wasting your time. You're wasting everyone else's time. Don't pretend like it's a zombie apocalypse, because it isn't. The vast majority of people are overweight in the United States. The vast majority of people in the United States are unhealthy. You know what? That is a perfect cocktail to get people killed. Unhealthy, overweight, obese, old age, not eating right. People eating crap all the damn time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The fucking sniffles taking people out. Come on. Yeah, people died horribly. Okay. How is that any different than the rest of history? You can't just live your... Go ahead, live your life. Everyone's got a number anyway. As I pass my mic over to the Dito Fox. Well, just to be clear to listeners, uh, I'm not an anti-mask person like my... Like my wonderful Labrador, but here, here is the here is the crux of the matter. Okay, what we need is effective solutions to problems. Yes. And so I'm not an expert. If masks are not an effective solution, then a different solution should be what we do. Uh, but if they are an effective solution then we need to all work together and do it, even if it does suck. You know, maybe maybe we have to retool a bunch of factories to make uh, 300 million M3 respirators. I don't know, but like, there there are ways to fix the problems. Yeah. But what is preventing us from fixing the problems is not technology, it's not knowledge, it's not even initiative it's people who it's 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 people actively fighting against the system and so here's the here's the thing we either need a new system which 
according to his, you know, if you, if you look at your history book, every time there's been a change in a system, you know, millions of people have died. Uh-huh. Or we need to make the current system work for everyone, not just the people at the top, not just the people at the bottom, not just the people in the middle, but everyone. Well, a vast majority of the major system changes that we had throughout humanity's existence were one, oh, farm, we don't need farmer, everyone's, we don't need farmers, who the fuck's gonna feed, who the fuck's gonna give us food? Oh, we need to change the system so radically. No. Are you retarded? Do you want to kill people? The answer is yes. The answer is always yes, they don't give a shit. But, that's what happens when you become detached from reality. You just don't give a shit. Right. Oh, let's get rid of all the farmers. Thank you, Stalin. Good job. Fuckhead. Amel Sedong killed more people than Hitler. Truth? 300 million or some bullshit. (laughs) Genghis Khan killed even more people than that. Well, it wasn't a uh, system change. Just showed up. Either uh, cement or die. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty big system change. (laughs) Just teasing. But the Romans showed up. Cement or die. Again, society needs to figure out, hey, by the way, I don't like you, you don't like me. Let's sit down and figure out what we do like. Let's figure out what issues we do like and can talk about. I hate every aspect of you. Well, you better have a damn good reason to hate every aspect of an individual. Exactly. Or you can... Learn to manipulate your enemies. An enemy can't betray you. Well, there's a way to talk to people where we can actually come to an agreement. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we have many powerful people in society, whether, you know, people who own social media networks, people who own news networks, people who are politicians currently. Thank you, Time Warner. Fuck you. All of these separate powerful entities benefit from division and conflict. Uh Uh-huh. And they all have monopolies. What people don't understand and what many people don't even see a way out of is the only way, the only way for us to actually fix the big problems is to Focus on a direction and go in that direction. Yes. There, there's, there's. I, I, I wish there was a way to, you know, have a customized solution for every, you know, city in America. But there's not. It's it. We have to get over our division because if we don't, then we lose everything that we have built. Well. There is a reason why you would want a customized solution for every city. You would start with every state having a customized solution. And then from there, you'd work with the states and the federal government to come up with individual solutions for that region's problems. Whatever the problem may be, you'd want to reach out to the state and speak with the experts down on the ground floor and then work with each other. 
Oh, sure. I, 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 to be fair, it does depend on the problem. When I, when I say everybody needs to pull in the same direction, I'm talking about things like pollution or health or things like that where there, there's no debate in terms of, you know, is being obese healthy for you? Like, it, oh, oh. is being obese healthy for you? No. Is wanting to turn yourself, is claiming that you're a trans-able person with a fully functional body and you want some, uh, a surgeon to mutilate you, is that a smart idea? No. Does it go against the Hippocratic Oath? Yes. <laughs> well, fortunately, thank God, people claiming that they want to become disabled is a very small problem in the grand scheme of things. Well, it's a small problem, but those people are very stupid. Well, we agree on that. But to get back to your point, when you're talking about individual solutions, that is something that each community or each state or county or whatever is going to have some problems that are different. You know, the, the problems in Florida are not going to be the same problems in Maine just because the weather is very, very different. Exactly. Like, that, as an example. The, the, the problems in Texas versus the problems in California are two completely different fucking problems. In some cases. Yes. In some cases, yes. Um, so that it's not to say that we should have, you know, monolithic solutions to everything. That, no. That, we have... A monolithic solution to the entirety of the prison system. Yes! Right. That is a... That is one of the keystones of society. You need to renovate the... Renovating the keystones of society on a monolithic scale is completely different than worrying about, oh, the roof's leaking over there on the fourth floor, the light switch is broken on the fifth floor, the elevator's broken on the 97th story over in the west wing, wherever the fuck. Mm. But, you know, if the found Oh, the foundation's sinking and someone just blew up the parking garage and the parking garage is full of radioactive goo. There's a big problem. <laughs> and here we have a wonderful example of ADHD word association. Thank you. Hey. I'm sorry. I'm using word association with parts of a building that people would be able to relate to. Yes, I know. My, my wonderful Labrador uh, speaks in paragraphs. And I also speak in paragraphs, but for a different reason. It's, it's very funny. <sighs> Speaking in paragraphs... Well, I don't stick to just a basic single-word talking point. Right, which is why <laughs> we make such a good team for a podcast. Yes, and now it is time for a commercial break. Our commercial break, our, the commercial will be hosted by... Uh, that's a terrible fucking way of putting it. Raid Shadow Legends is a new RPG <laughs> that you can play on your phone. In fact, did you know that it has an autoplay function? So you can literally turn it on, press one button, and it'll play itself? What a great game! Not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Now our real now our real advertisement of the day is from the from our glorious friends at Furries for Good. Yes, Furries for Good is a charity that we are working on putting together where we're going to help uh, people who are homeless, we're going to help veterans, and we're going to help 
animal shelters, animal welfare. And our first pa- our first what would it be? Patreon? No. Uh GoFundMe? Our first campaign drive will be the sale of pins. Many pins. Keep an eye out for it. Yes, that is the uh that is the project that we are that we are working on and we are looking forward to hearing your feedback, audience. Thank you. Yes. Now, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. We hope that you have a wonderful day. Thank you.